Help keep Kinks and Beats Daily alive with a $4 monthly contribution and receive exclusive bonus episodes as our thank you to you. Visit herohabit.com slash shop for more details. Hello, hello. Welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. This is episode 170. And today we are talking about another Dave song. I feel like we've been kind of Dave-centric. Um, over the last few Kinks episodes, but that's fine. He was a critical member of one of our favorite bands. Before we get started, though, I want to remind you all to swing by Facebook and join the Kinks and Beats Daily Facebook group and um, swing by Hero Habit and throw in $4 a month to receive exclusive content that won't be available on this feed for years. You're going to get it years ahead of everybody else. And also that we're looking for your input for a future um, episode. I want to know what Beatles or Kinks song you've changed your opinion on over the years, whether it's gone from um, you didn't like it to you love it or you love it to now you don't like it. I want to hear what it is and why, what changed your mind. uh, um, How did your opinion change? Give me a call at 925-494-1739 with uh, your song. And leave as many voicemails as you want. If you've got five songs that you think fit this criteria, leave me five voicemails. All right. I'd love to hear from you. All right. Today we're talking about the song Bernadette by the Kinks. It was released May 24th, 1983 as the final track of State of Confusion and as the B-side of Don't Forget to Dance on August 1st, 1983. I said it was a Dave song. He does the lead vocals, but it was it's written by Ray. But Dave does 85, 90% of the lead vocals on this one. The A-side to the single reached number 29 in the U.S., so it was, you know, pretty popular song, a decent, decent, you know, top 40 hit, top 30 hit, um, and this was the B-side. So we'll talk about Don't Forget to Dance at a future date. It's the only track on the album to feature Dave on lead vocals, and uh, in fact, Ray covers some of the leads during the bridge, so Dave doesn't even get all the lead vocals. Like I said, he's probably got about 90%. Um and there's an edit of this song that was released on the 12-inch single. So this was the B-side of the 12-inch single that has extra music, including some more uh, Ray vocal. So the there's a single version that you can find on vinyl that's got a little bit more Ray. The album version is mostly Dave on lead vocals. Track was probably the first song recorded for this album because the sessions were um, most likely in the summer of 1981 whereas the bulk of this album was recorded in the winter of 1983. So this song had been kind of milling around for a little while by the time it got released, for whatever reason. Um, Who knows? It's written in a very 1950s rock feel, and despite having all the guitar tones and the production gimmicks of an early 80s arena rock song, you can still hear that influence, that almost Chuck Berry influence um, in... The way it's delivered, you've got that cool riff. Um, I didn't write it out before I started this, so I'm just going to, but it's like that. That kind of riff that you got a lot in 50s tunes. So it's kind of got almost uh, early rock vibe to it with that arena rock sound. So it's kind of cool. The lyrics tell the story of a wealthy woman, Bernadette who has attained her wealth through divorce settlements and alimony payments. And the singer is saying that he can't keep up with her expensive tastes and that he can't get a job 
uh, I guess because they're out jet setting and everything. Um, but if they were to marry, she'd lose her alimony. So he's stuck. He doesn't want to leave, but he can't stay. So it's a it's a weird uh, lyric, but it's it's funny. It's kind of it's kind of you know. I don't want to say a novelty song because it's not a novelty song, but the lyrics are funny. Uh, it's always been one of my favorites from this album, which is admittedly not an album I revisit terribly often. I only wish, and I understand why they didn't do it, but I only wish that there was a screaming guitar solo instead of a sax solo. But the sax solo does kind of boost the, uh, whether it was intentional or not, it does kind of boost the homage to a 1950s kind of sound. I think uh, the band Georgia Satellites, who you probably know from uh, uh, Keep Your Hands to Yourself, which came out a couple years after this song, I think they would have done a fantastic cover of this. Maybe they did. I've never heard it. But they would have done a fantastic cover of this song uh, like they did with the Beatles' Don't Pass Me By. This would have been a cool one to hear them do. There's not much to talk about harmonically, though. Although it seems modeled off of songs from the 50s that would be primarily based on a 12-bar blues pattern, this song doesn't use that chord progression. The introduction kind of teeters on a 12 bar blues ish pattern, but it's never really a solid 12 bar. And the verse is just one chord. It vamps on that a with that riff playing underneath it the whole time. Uh, and then the chorus basically hovers around a four and a five chord. There's, there's some alternate chords in there, but it's basically a one, four, five chord, but the one, four, fives are not in the order that you would see them in a 12 bar blues pattern nor is the structure of the song 12 bar. So it's nothing much to write home about, but it suits the song. Um, And these are also, these are the types of songs I like to hear Dave sing. His voice is perfect for this song. And I mean, Dave or Ray probably would have killed it, right? The guy can sing and he can sing rock songs. That's not a problem. Um, But I, in my head, I can't hear anybody but Dave singing this song. You know, it's, it's a good one for his vocal range and his style and his talents. These types of songs I like to hear him sing. And he's just screaming through this one. And then when Ray comes in, it's a little bit more subdued. So it's a good um, balance there. Beyond that, I don't have much to say about this one. This is a good one to, to turn on loud and uh, really get into it. I hate to have a, song, uh, a podcast that's only seven minutes long, but... There's not a whole lot to talk about on this one. Go listen to it. Like I said, it's on State of Confusion. It's the final track, and uh, it's a solid rocker. What more needs to be said? Remember, give me a call, 925-494-1739. Go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. And uh, if you are so inclined and want that bonus material and want to help keep Kinks and Beats ad-free and producing podcasts, um, swing by herohabit.com and in the shop section, you will find a way to contribute $4 a month, $20 or 20 cents an episode to uh, your favorite podcast devoted to the Kinks and the Beatles. All right. I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by herohabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.